Welcome to Chacharone. I'm Candy here with Noodle. Hey, I'm Noodle. Hey, Noodle. How are you? Right. That's a. It's a lot. You know what? I am. I am a. I am a lot of fucking things, and yeah. Yeah, there's lots of feelings. There's yeah. feelings. I'm heavy. I'm a little heavy. Yeah. Um, fluctuating heavy. You know, it's a bit of it's a roller coaster. Yeah, there you you wander around from like we're gonna do a huge important thing and something's gonna happen and we're gonna make all the change and like oh dear God, it's too big, it's too much, it's too hard. I'm just gonna sob all the time forever and uh, you got to find that in between. Yeah. Of moving. Yeah. yeah. Of moving forward. Which is, yeah, like carrying, everybody. Yeah, carrying yeah. it along with you anyway. Yeah. Uh, we, we are here unscheduled with a, a not our typical show. We're here just to say hi. And uh, we love you guys. We hope you're doing okay because the world's, there's a lot going on. Um, and we think it is important for us to say a few things outside of our regular, regularly scheduled program um, because silence is dangerous. Yeah. Uh, we just want to say, um, you know, we, we spent a lot of time kind of discussing what is, where is it appropriate to, like, make a statement and is there a way to do it without making it about us, two white women, talking about this movement. But you know what? Right. Uh, we have to say something because white silence is violence and the less white people show up, the, the less impact we're going to have long term because white people really have to understand that white supremacy is is a problem for all of us. It is not a it is not something to empathize with. It is a problem that we have to solve as a as a problem within ourselves. So we uh, we at Chacharone with Candy and Noodle emphatically stand with Black Lives Matter and the movement and uh, the need to change the current system that we're in and want to be a part of that change through the slow process of unlearning the shit that we've just grown up with that we don't know was the shit. And that's a long, hard process to go through, and it's something that we have to be willing to do the work behind. But It is, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I definitely want to use my voice. And I think that's what... We, I mean, I hope that's what we're doing here. Yeah. Right? It's... To, to have a platform where we can talk about the things and amplify other people's m- messaging and amplify uh, the important um, work that's being done is is necessary. It is. It's necessary. And hopefully we, you know, I uh, I kind of, I, I reach out to my, my cultivated group of people in, in, in these times when I, you know, I don't know what to do and I want to help, I want to learn, I, I'm... I'm confused. Um, and I, the best part of that is, yes, I'm reaching out to like-minded people. Um, but as a result of that, I always, I learn something new and I find people that I would never have met before. I would never have found on the internet before. I am always, if I reach out to the world, um, I find something new. It's important to look for it. Uh, we've been looking for it and we hope talking about it helps people, uh, show us some stuff. Let's, Let's share as much as we possibly can. And hopefully we can provide some resources that will help educate other people as we as we educate ourselves, um, as we learn new information and have new experiences through it. We're hoping to be able to invite you along on our journey. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, what uh, what was your response uh, last week specifically? We are recording right now on June 10th, so I'm speaking uh, the beginning of the, the protests to, to now. So I really struggled um, with going to a protest because I'm deeply afraid of getting sick and uh, having having my mom get sick or having the baby get sick. Uh, I'm... I'm afraid of the violence. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to say that right out loud. I am afraid of that police violence because that shit looks no joke. And I really struggled with, but you can't do, you can't just sit in your house. Like you have to fucking do something, get up. So I went to a more localized, smaller protest, um, which is easier to manage in terms of social distancing and being able to kind of see that people are wearing masks. You're not crowded in so close. Um, So I went to one in Reseda outside of the West Valley Police Station. And I was only there for about an hour because there's only so much time that I can, like, leave the baby places. I mean, at home. But still, it was... I really felt like, oh, thank God. Now that I've done it once, I I feel more confident in the ability to go again and, and say something and shout and... And kind of, and and help again help amplify the voices right. because not doing anything was not an option. Um, I've also upped all of our monthly donations and and I have been going to war on the internet uh, with yeah. you know they they talk about oh well you know I know her really well and you know she doesn't really think that way and she doesn't mean it like no it's time to start really calling out yeah. I posted an article about this by by Lovey Ajay who I, who I just fucking love uh, who wrote um, I'm judging you which which I got oh, from, okay. she's okay. she's great uh, I uh, she she wrote this article called it's time to throw out your trash friends and I posted that and then went through and attacked and your, yeah your and started getting yeah and then all my trash friends were saying things yep. um yeah, yeah. and a lot of things i used to let slide and i've decided it's it's time to stop letting that slide so yeah. uh i've been a lot more vocal there which i i kind of feel shitty about the fact that i haven't been so it's it was time to be um and then at work there has been there has been times in the past in my career where I haven't said, hey, I, I don't think that's right, or just kind of let the shittiness slide, and I have stopped doing that. Um, there was a couple times this week that I've been like, no, I don't think that's an appropriate thing to say. Uh, and and I, I don't think I'm the only person who's doing it because there seems to be a little bit more of a, of a shift within the company. Um, we really pushed our executive office to make a public statement in support of Black Lives Matter because they made a really great internal one. And we're like, hey, let's make this public. Let's stand up and say the things that need to be said. So um, I feel really, really pleased with my company that they did that. And again, in the past, I never would have been the person saying it. So right. it's the, like, like we said, white, white silence is violence and it's time to not do that. It is enough. And, and- you know, we, we, at least in me, I think I recognize that uh, some of it comes from that, uh, that when you're raised with it, you know, be, be super polite. Don't, don't cause trouble. Just yeah. get through it. You're, that's not what you're here for. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm tired of being told that's not what we're fucking here for. Yeah. That we're, you know, that we're not here to cause, cause ripples. Um, so excellent. That, that's amazing. And that, and that can be, 
that can be scary. I mean, that's like a chest fluttery situation. Oh, absolutely. I was um, sweating. I was actively right, sweating, immediate, like right. raising my hand. I mean, like, I think we should be saying this publicly, like drenched. Right. But right. turns out. But we got to do it. That we got to do it. And we've learned. You know, yeah. We actually learned as kids that, you know, you do those things that make you that scared more often and then you don't get that scared. Yeah. Um, so we just, if we keep doing it, it's going to be like, not so bad. And I was thinking to myself, if, if I'm sweaty talking about this, how much, right? How much awful must it be day in and day out the microaggressions to, to stand up against it when again, like it's that idea of, Oh, if it's not affecting me, it's not a problem. I'm, I'm just, you know, you have to make the decision that, that those microaggressions do in fact, if you if you affect one person, you affect us all, and and right, you gotta right. you gotta it holler is, out against it. It is a problem, obviously. Yeah. This, at this point, uh, enough people are shouting. It's a problem. Yeah. Um, I uh, last week I you know I get I turn to art. I get bummed out, and I, I get I don't know what to do. And, and one of the things I felt like I, I could do to the best of my ability was uh, share artists. Uh, so when I did. Uh, you know, I did put up my black square, um, but I did not keep anything else quiet. I did not. I kept sharing artists as much as possible all day and as many resources as I could. And I have been all week. Um, and that was the first thing I thought that I, I should do without even thinking about it was just start sharing things that were made, creative, beautiful things for the world made by black people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, just talking about that makes me feel like. I, I absorbed so much new stuff last week, um, both both good and bad stuff. Uh, so I feel like I found an unexpected balance by by using art for me as a way to kind of mentally stabilize as well. And uh, I feel like I've seen that messaging as well that like, don't just consume slavery. Don't just consume right. the the civil rights movement. Consume joyful black art mm-hmm. as well. Consume. Uh, the rich history that happened before Columbus, uh, you know, like the the whole the whole rest of of the world beyond the trauma is important, um, and that's that's one of the other things of of buying. Um, I bought a bunch of of children's books, right, by black authors featuring black you know that are about black characters from a black owned bookstore. Yeah, yeah, and and I'm, when you said that, it made me think. You know that there was that, you know, when I, in my day, you know, a little uh, when a white girl had a, had a black doll, that was quote unquote that was, right. That was a you know it was a why though, but why? And uh, I just felt old actually. Is what <laughs> for, for me, I felt really really old for a minute there. Uh, but that's that's true. You know, 20, 20 years later, thirty years later, we're still having this conversation, um, and 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 we need to stop. And that's the way to do it is to to buy those books. Um, I did, we both used, uh, BuzzFeed had a great list of 12 black owned bookstores that you could support like right now. And I think they came out with that list pretty early on. Um, but we, we jumped on it. Uh, I definitely used that list. I bought a book. I'm very excited to read, um, that I will mention as soon as I find the picture that I took. Um, you had some books to mention as well, right? Yes. Um, some, these are, these are not by, uh, well, actually, no, I'm sorry. One of them is um, Me and White Supremacy by Layla Saad uh, about basically fixing your shit. 
Um, I have not received these yet because, again, I did not buy them off Amazon. I bought these locally, uh, which is fine. I, that's just that's just a change your fucking mindset about getting things immediately. But that's about another topic. Ca- about quote-unquote yeah. convenience. Yeah, yeah, that's another topic. Uh, uh, me and white supremacy basically, like, fix your shit and see the system and see the tendrils and see the bigger picture and how to, like, disentangle it Per, like at a personal level and be better going forward, essentially. Um, and then White Fragility, similarly, by, hold on, um, Robin D'Angelo, I believe is the name. Sorry, it's slow. Uh, I, you, you guys can't see this, but our, both of our eyeballs right. are, are digital. Robin D'Angelo, yes, so there I'm it is. Um, again, have not read it yet, but plan to. Um, about why is it so hard for white people to talk about race. And frankly, it's because we don't like being uncomfortable. And I'm saying we on Moss, you know, we, we spend a lot of time talking about black people as a monolith, right. which is bullshit. Um, but I'd like to talk about white people here, specifically white women here as a monolith, that we get really uncomfortable and don't want to talk about it. And we have to talk about it. So I'm going to read White Fragility and hopefully start having more educated, uncomfortable conversations rather than just, hey, you're being a dick, which hey. is what I'm doing right now. Right, right. I'm just, I'm so fucking mad. Yeah. And that's not helping me and yeah. it's not helping the cause. Uh, I ordered uh, Sister Outsider, which is a collection of essays and I believe uh, speeches by Audre Lorde. Ooh. Um, and I'm really, really excited about that. Um, and I bought that from Semicolon in uh, Chicago. So that, that was, it was a great list. There's so many more out there and, and being readers and wanting to learn, it just kind of, I don't know about you, but I felt like I, I'm just going to jump on one of these book lists because I can do this and I can read this and I can, I can learn to be better. Um, I, I do tend to find myself being to be like not the best teacher. Um, I, I get very passionate and then I get flustered and then I get mad about it. And, and my problem is why don't you fucking understand that's that's my attitude um oh so no if, if that's not being a good teacher that i'm not teaching anybody either but i'm still gonna sure. yell at them i'm still gonna <laughs> yell about it i have things to say uh i don't know maybe maybe reading more stories from uh from these voices the voices who have had to fucking learn how to deal with talking to people in, in a certain way will help me um Zen out, calm down, understand what I really care about and what my point really is um, by absorbing some points that are much more poignant than mine. Mm-hmm. And like the just the history alone, like you, it's so hard to see the scope of it. The it is that the layer upon layer upon layer that is so ingrained in everything we do and everything we touch and everything that makes our society the way it is that have to be peeled back and it's shocking but that's the work that we have to do and it's okay to be shocked but you still have to like move forward from the shock and keep showing up and keep doing the work well and i think i think we're a society of do it um do it to the best of your ability and fake it till you make it. And, and that extends to, well, continue to support something, even though people keep telling you that you don't understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we hold on to points because we get immediately defensive as if we're, we're being bullied into you're, you're, 
you know, we feel dumb, we feel whatever it might be. Um, and we have to take a moment when we have that initial defensive feeling for whatever reason that might be and figure out why it is. Yeah. Because I think that's where, where that comes from. Yeah. And that's, that's the hardest part is the, the knowing and realization that we're going to do it wrong and we're going to fail and we're going to be embarrassed and we're going to feel foolish. And we're going to do like, uh, I, my favorite phrase for it is step on your own dick. Um, because you just you see that image and you fall forward, um, but but that doesn't mean you then are suddenly excused from the room. Like you get back right. up and you try again. Right. I I think the the black squares are a really good example of it. Is that everybody put right. up the black squares and they put up the the Black Lives Matter hashtag and it turns out that was the exact fucking opposite of what we should have been doing uh, yeah. because it blacked out all the information and. It's one of those things like, doesn't this seem like a good idea? And everybody's like, yes. And it was not. In fact, like the right. the Blackout Tuesday would have been fine on its own or um, the show must be paused fine on its own. But covering up the Black Lives Matter information was not so fine. And maybe I'm just I'm just going to float this out there. Maybe we can take this accidentally muting the signal and somehow use it to mute Trump. I'm just, yeah, just going to float that out there. As we get closer to November, maybe we start blocking out that, that hashtag, blocking out any of the MAGA nonsense in the same way that the K-pop right. stands were, like, out there covering up the white supremacy hashtags. Cool was that? Right? That, oh that same God. sort of idea is maybe we just need to be applying that more universally to shut the things up rather than yeah. silence does not show support. And right. that's something that... Ideally, collectively, allyship has learned, maybe. And, uh, you know, it, and it happened so quickly. I really, uh, I, I want to thank at all the, the platforms that have such huge followers that immediately were on it. Mm -hmm. Because the truth is, the way the algorithms work now, you're not seeing things chronolo chronologically. So right. they had to be, the people who have the biggest boost had to be pretty aggressive about saying, wait, shit, we fucked up. Yep. Guys, do it this way. Everyone do it this way. And, I mean, in our case, it was... For me personally, and for Pachacho, I think it was within like an hour yeah. and, a, and a half, maybe. It was all done and up, and then it was down. The things were shared to change it. Our stuff was down, and it was back up. Yeah. So I thought that was that was pretty beautiful. Yeah. And and just shows how quick how that how powerful that is. And that you and that can was, that we can learn and be better. Learning. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yep. I agree. That's yeah, that's beautiful. And I think I think that's one of the hardest things for especially new to allyship or even if you're old hat at allyship, there's always something to fucking learn. There's always a way to there be is. better. Um, and it's just a matter of like committing yourself to being better all the time. And really, yeah. again, I feel like I keep saying this, but doing the work, you know, read the books, educate yourself, expose yourself to new situations. If you're the only white person, if, if you're in a room and there's no, there's nobody in the room that isn't white, like figure out why and fucking change it. Right, so. and and just because there isn't somebody in the room who isn't, there is not a person of color in the room does not mean it's okay for the room to be silent about something. Right. You, you still say the thing. Right. Even though there's not someone in the room that's, to hear you guys not a, saying the thing. That's a very, very good point. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, we have two really important things. I think there's one thing that each of us wants to share. Do you want to go first? It's like... Our thing. Yeah. Um, click through uh, to follow artists and accounts being compiled in some of the accounts you follow. Um, personally, I had, I thought I was following um, 
one account, and this isn't even necessarily um, a black run account, but I thought I was following the letter shop and I'm not, I'm following women of illustration, but women of illustration posts letter shop stuff so frequently that I actually thought I was, see- was following letter shop. So when I did click through, um, then I realized, Oh crap. Uh, so yeah, click through that we need to click through. We, uh, we had that on our own account as well. Um, or on the Chachron account as well, and clicking through is is the best thing you can do, if possible. I, you know, I know sometimes it can seem difficult because I, there's some settings on some accounts where when you go to, for Instagram specifically, when you go to like share something to your stories, for some reason it might not work. Uh, maybe that account is private, and then you might think, well, I'm, let me take a picture of it and put it up in my stories anyway. That's I don't know if that's okay or not, but doing that without then tagging the account is is not very cool. So it's we do this these these things so quickly now. I mean we're you know posting things to our stories in 5 seconds when we step away from our work computer. Uh, take the extra couple of seconds, click through and make sure you're posting it from the right account. Excellent. I'm not going to lie. I still haven't figured out stories, but I'm glad that you have. I mean uh, so, so, uh, sort of. You, well, <laughs> You're still head and shoulders above whatever still life I'm I'm posting. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My really important thing is as you buy Black Lives Matter merchandise, shirts, stickers, whatever the fuck it is that you're buying, bags, make sure that you buy it from black-owned companies. Do not send your money to white companies. Do not let white companies profit off of this movement. You know, there's yeah. there's a million companies who printed the Nevertheless She Persisted shirts, and there's like a bajillion, and they're all churning these back out. Those are not black-owned companies. No, and it's... Uh, Do your research. I think in yeah. that instance, you're also probably supporting fast fashion. Like oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. They, you know, they're, for sure. Yeah, it's the same person that's printing a, a concert shirt to sell on the side of the road. Yeah. It's it's fast, and it's... it's yep. Yeah. So that's that's my important thing. And there's so many lists right now. There's so much information right now. We, we can all take the extra five minutes to do the search to find the resource. And you know, I got to tell you, BuzzFeed has been compiling list after list after list after list. They're yeah, yeah. They're, they're doing great. Yeah, it's, uh, it's where I, I, I find like a lot of my resources. News has really uh, stepped up. Yep. Uh, their game in the last six months from when they were just listicles. Yeah, right. I mean, those are good too, but I haven't looked at one in like yeah. months. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Uh, how do you how do you feel about final thoughts? What, what final thoughts do we want to leave? Uh, the final thought is this is not Black Lives Matter Spirit Week. You have to keep at it. Um, set a reminder for yourself from three months from now and three months from now, ask yourself what you've done to continue to support the movement. Uh, where have you been spending your money? What books have you read? Where have you shown up? Yeah. And even if it's, I just have a monthly donation to Black Lives Matter or I have a monthly donation to ACLU, like that fucking counts. Absolutely. Just something, something to continue. Um, I think we should do that. I think we should put a tickler out on our calendar. Yeah. And then check in a few months from now. We will have definitely gotten all of our books. Yeah, right. By then, by then they will have all shown up. Yep. Yeah, we will have all of our stuff, um, and, and we will check in and, and see how it is. We are coming back with a, a regular episode later this month. Yeah. Um, but we wanted to check in with you guys, say 
say the thing that we wish we didn't have to say, that the world wasn't like this, but it is, so we need to use our voices as much as possible. Because they can't stop the signal. Nope. They cannot. And Uh, so... I mean, say it with us. Say it all together. Black Lives Matter. Shout it. Black Lives Matter. Shout it out right now while you're listening to the podcast. And remind yourself that. Should we do it on three? Yes. One, two, three. Black Black Lives Lives Matter. Matter. There it is. Cool. Oh, I hope that just happened in, like, everyone's car. (laughs) That's great. I hope hope it was happening while you were honking in support of someone on the corner. We're going to put this episode out as soon as we can. Um, We'll be back soon. Uh, Thank you guys so much. Let us know how you're doing. We hope you're doing well. We love you guys. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.